0: Live. Welcome to the VMware State of the Cloud 2016 podcast series. My name is Eric Nielsen, and with me today, I'm again here with Wes Coglin. Wes Coglin is from the Economist Intelligence Unit. Wes, great to have you back on the show. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me back. It is good to have you back on the show. I know we've talked about some of the stuff that the uh, Economist Intelligence Unit has done around uh, dispersal of IT tech across the, uh, uh, across the enterprise, mm-hmm. and I know we've recorded one from the uh, IT perspective, and today on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about
1: uh, what it's like from the business unit's perspective. Exactly. So we, to find out, we conducted a pretty in-depth survey. We talked to 300 IT professionals, 300 business users. And the business users were very senior. You know, they're generally director and above, heavy on uh, the C-suite. These are decision makers who are savvy about, about IT. And so we asked them, is, is in fact uh, IT dispersing, or are they finding that they're taking more control of it from the IT department? First of all, they said yes. Approximately 70, 70% said yes, that they're actually taking more control. And for the reasons they gave, the first one was that they have the expertise to implement it and design it and particularly for SaaS, that's what they're doing right now. The second one is that they want to basically they want to install what they are going to live with. They want to be familiar with, with doing it. And the third reason was basically said, look, the IT department just doesn't have the bandwidth to serve our needs, so we're stepping up and we're doing it ourselves.
0: Right. I, I can definitely see this whole transformation where business now has the ability, because of SaaS services, to just get in the IT business for itself because you don't have to set up servers, find data centers, power, air conditioning, all that. You move to SaaS, and all of a sudden, you're just choosing the business app that's right for you.
1: I think you're on to one, one important element. that just, you know, Frankly, software has gotten easier, and SaaS has been a, a major driver of that. The second is just the changing nature of the business. I mean, I think as we all see every day, Technology is being more closely integrated into, into products, into services. So the business user has got to become more adept at it, and in fact they are. There's an interesting generational change where we do some segmentation by by age group, and of course the younger folks are even more tech savvy, and so you can see sort of the future is probably this increasing this increasing development of an IT archipelago, as we call
0: it. It's interesting because even at VMware, we brought in a new VP, and he comes from a big bank environment. Mm-hmm. And you talk to him, and he's a fairly senior person, and he hasn't experienced the SaaS explosion, so he's still thinking package yeah. software installation. But you look at some of the younger generation people that are, you know, taking charge, and you see them. It's just they don't even know what installing software means. That only says that this is going to accelerate. Yeah, absolutely. The phenomenon
1: that we're talking about. Today. So which,
0: which business users are doing this? Did you see this throughout the enterprise? Is it corporate departments, lines of business? There's no
1: part of the enterprise that's escaping this phenomenon. We, we looked at all of them. And first of all, there's the, the lines of business. It varies, of course, by lines of business. There's some, some products and services that are like financial services. It's just permeated too with IT. But you're seeing now everything from, from cars to, to door locks are, gonna have, are going to have an IT component. To it, so it's going there. Well, we also find it's not just the lines of business, it's also permeating all the corporate services. So the folks down in accounting and the folks in legal and the folks in environment and safety all have the SaaS apps coming their way. They're all developing them, all with varying degrees of coordination with the IT department.
0: Interesting. So before we continue on, the, uh, the, the Economist Intelligence Unit, could we stop and talk a little bit about what does the survey look like? How big was the survey? Uh, how many businesses did you talk to? Mm-hmm. What's the scope of this? So this was conducted
1: in July and August of this year, so it's pretty recent. Um, it's a total of 600 respondents. All of them are director and above. Most of them are VP and above. Split down the middle, 300 uh, IT executives, 300 business users. And we made sure that it was across a range of almost 20 different industries, so there's no industry bias here. It's generally larger firms, $500 million and above in, in revenues, and above all, we made it global, so equal representation pretty much around, around the globe. We just wanted to get a, something that's broad enough that it's, you know, telling us, you know, statistically valid, mm-hmm. but also has no biases built in.
0: What's happening in the big enterprises? Mm-hmm. So, um, so this must be creating complexity in the enterprise, right? Yeah. Did You
1: see some data showing that people are struggling with some components of this. See, what we found is that, for example, the average firm has get eight devices that they that IT knows about. Yeah. They have seven different security solutions, eight different data management solutions. Let, let's, I think eight different cloud networks that they're on all this proliferation of it, you know, it becomes a geometric problem for it. If they want to do a full across the board, it implementation, all of a sudden they've got to build it on literally hundreds, if not thousands of platforms to do it that they're already at bandwidth constrained. This is just
0: accelerating the problem. Is this actually having, and I know this is kind of just one of these questions I have that pops into my head, but are there financial implications as well from a visibility perspective? Well, there are. I mean, for
1: one thing it's, it's, uh, dispersing spend across the company. Um, you're not consolidating your spend. You've got multiple vendors. You're probably paying paying a higher price. But it's probably more just, it, it's decreasing agility. You know, you want to be, one of the great promises is that cloud and things like that will help you move fast, and that's fundamentally true. But when you have Eight different clouds. All of a sudden, you're getting into real problems in terms of your business agility and, and how fast you can respond. And I could see, like, some operational wise from a business perspective,
0: I have to have practices, I have to publish, I have to have legal review, I have to have all of this stuff coordinated for my business. Now, if every business is choosing various SaaS services, you see that replication across all these different offerings.
1: Uh, I heard, I heard an anecdote where somebody found out they did an audit and they, were, they had 15 different subscriptions for Survey you know, just as a small. Right. Um, so it's that kind of duplication that's taking place. But there's a more nefarious thing that's taking place, and that's around security. To have security, you really need to have some centralized control, central standards, central training. All of a sudden, you have people going out buying their own things with varying, varying degrees of security built in, varying degrees of security implementation around them. It only takes one entry point for the bad guys. We're proliferating those according to
0: non-standards. Yeah, interesting. So which assets are most affected by the dispersal of IT?
1: You know, we we thought there would be like, you know, there'd be an 80-20 rule, but it's really all across them. The first and most obvious are the devices. You know, it all began with the bring-your-own-device phenomenon. You have these devices out there. They are non-standard, different different operating systems. Um, that, that's, that's obviously a problem. A major – one that we were surprised at was the number of cloud networks that people are finding. You think of cloud as everybody – wanting to consolidate with one vendor, but they're not. They've got multiple vendors out there. We're counting eight that we know about. The final and the most disturbing is the one I mentioned before, which is different
0: security solutions. Are the business people starting to understand this? I mean, at first you, you, you feel euphoric because you have the ability to go choose rapidly uh, a, a solution for your problem that you're trying to solve for your business. But are they starting to experience you know, the
1: negative effects of, of dealing with this number of services? I'm afraid not at this point. You know, business users are just sort of saying, I'm going to do my business. I'm going to sell my product. I'm going to do it in the best way I possibly can. And then over their shoulder, IT is tugging on it saying, look, can you you know we've gotta be thinking about this holistically? I would
0: expect maybe at the E V P level when they're considering about risk management and, and security and overall corporate governance that they might be experiencing it, but maybe down to
1: BU's that's not experienced yet. I think what might I think we have to think of is a little bit of a spectrum. There's gonna to have to be parts of this that the IT department should absolutely maintain control over. And security is the obvious candidate. At the other end of the spectrum, there's what the business users will want to control themselves, and that's when it gets really close to the product. What you're going to need to have is strong leadership that's above all this in the C-suite that really defines the rules that these groups are going to to play by. Otherwise, you're going to suffer in terms of cost, uh, effectiveness, and insecurity. Are, Are there any business units that are not taking control of this? Yeah. Certainly, in some companies, there are, but we looked across and we found that the business units, all the business units themselves are almost uniformly doing this. And also different parts of the company, corporate services like accounting, legal, et cetera, they are also implementing these solutions as well. So there's kind of really no part of the company that's not being touched by this phenomenon. So do
0: you see uh, I department, IT departments and business units working together
1: in this new world? They're going to have to. And I think what it is, I think it's going to be more of a redefinition of the IT department than anything else. As we say, there's are some areas that they, they should have strict control of, like security. And that means they chip, they pick the vendors, they set the standards, they do the training, they make sure people comp- they make sure that anything the business user doing is, is complies with it. At the other end of the spectrum, the business users are going to be doing what they're doing right now, and you're not going to be able to stop it. The IT department, rather than putting up their hand and trying to say no, should probably engage more as a partner, uh, an implementer, and a setter of common standards, maybe a consultant, if you will, to the business unit. Well, that makes sense. I can see how, you know,
0: from an IT perspective, they have one opinion. This is interesting to drill down into the business uh, business owner's perspective. Uh, I know that in, 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 we're going to have you back on the show, and we're going to talk a little bit about how they need to work together, so we'll drill down into that. So, Wes, uh, I really appreciate you coming in and give us some perspective. Do you have anything else you want to – where can we find more about the,
1: this information? Uh, please come to our site, the Economist Intelligence Unit site, at www.economistperspectives.com and look under the IT Archipelago sponsored by VMware.
0: I know that also we are going to be publishing this podcast on www.vmware.com radius, as well as vmw.re slash pod for our community podcast. So uh, I think there are plenty of places to go look and uh, follow Wes Cogland and learn more about these subjects. And Wes, can't wait to have you back on the show to talk about, you know, what IT and business can do together. Thank you, Eric. Thank you very much.